0: Hey, means this is episode two of season two of the ITF Flowcast. We have a, a great guest today, uh, Mr. Paul Collum. He's a, a pres- he was the uh, former president of the International Window Cleaning Association, uh, also uh, the um, national uh, accounts and sales and business coach for fish window cleaning uh, in the U.S. Uh, he was, has a lot of experience, so we're going to really enjoy the interview with him. But we just wanted to start today because... Uh, Paul, uh, as as those of you who know him and who may follow him on social media, uh, his family is going through a pretty difficult ordeal right now. So just before we got into the interview, we just wanted to express to Paul and his family uh, that the ITF uh, mods and and all the ITF uh, Flomies uh, send their love and and, uh, prayers to them, and we just want to let them know how much we appreciate all that they've done uh, and that if there's anything we can do to help, we, of course, want to be there for them, but we appreciate him taking the time for this interview. This was done uh, last year in, in in December. Uh, and uh, we just really look forward to covering the information because it's very pertinent to things that are going on, especially the information about the IWCA convention that's coming up. So uh, again, thank you. hope you guys enjoy this uh, podcast uh, and the interview with Paul. And we'll just turn it back over now. So thanks again and enjoy the podcast. Hey, this is Gabe, uh, where it's the ITF Flowcast. And uh, we are very happy to have uh, Mr. Paul Collum with us here, IWCA president. And uh, we look forward to getting to know you better. How you doing, Paul?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: Oh, pretty good, pretty good. So, so where are you out of? I am in St.
1: Louis, Missouri. Originally from Chicago, but live in St. Louis.
0: Awesome. Excellent. Excellent. Yep. So, uh, you came into the into the industry uh, kind of different from most of us because most of us are little guys. We start get started. We pick up a route or we pick up a few accounts, you know, of residential, and then we get in and we grow our business, and then we kind of get more involved. You went right to corporate. You went right to, yeah. to fish window cleaning, right? So why don't you tell a little yes. bit about your journey and how you got started there with them and, and what yeah. how, what led you there?
1: Yeah. So um, I was a wrestling coach and a director of admissions at two universities in St. Louis for yeah, about it 10 years.
0: does not surprise me that you were a wrestling coach. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and so the university I was at, the first one, um, was really close to the fish corporate office, which is in St. Louis. And so my guys used to clean there, kind of on a part-time flexible schedule. Yeah. It was kind of a job for them because they can go back to class and and then go work and then come back to practice kind of thing. So, um, they work there, um, when I was looking to get my weekends and my nights back, because I was having our second kid and now we have five of them. Yeah, Um, I I really, really need to find something else because the director of admissions and wrestling coach position is basically 24 seven. So, you know, if it's on the weekends and the guys are messing around on campus, I'm getting phone calls at midnight, one o'clock, two, two in the morning kind of thing to go check on them. Sure. And so uh, I stepped back for a little bit from that. Um, I think that was probably a career I wanted to stay in, but um, things had a different plan for me um and i went into sales for a little bit i actually sold health and life insurance door to door for about a year or two uh mm. and also sold, sold auto warranties over the phone so if you've ever gotten the, that nagging yep. <laughs> every other day drive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and so when when that was moving along fine that was getting a little stressful cuz sales you know doing that 24/7 and being pushy about it is pretty stressful Um, A position opened up at Fish Corporate, and one of my wrestlers actually still was working there, still working there now, Hmm. um, Clay Wise, who has been in the speed contest at the IWCA convention a couple of years. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, so I got hired there as a franchise business coach for the West Coast. That was from um, basically from Missouri over to California. So I was in charge of all the offices for that side of the country. And then about two years in, um, I got promoted into more of a sales position with the company, which is national accounts. So we sell national accounts throughout the country now. So that's my role with them. It's kind of how I got I got started with them. So no background in, in window cleaning whatsoever. If you asked me if I, w- I was ever going to be in window cleaning ten years ago. I would have told you no. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: we go through training, so we sit in our in our home office and actually train and clean windows for a, a, an extended period of time. So we run the office, we do the cleaning, do the training. Um, so I've kind of been through the whole gamut before you move up into the corporate office after they hire you.
0: Gotcha. So you said you were uh, you were like a, a, a life coach, or what were you?
1: I, I was a franchise business coach. We're called oh, franchise coach list yeah but it's basically a, a business coach like a regional manager for the the area that you're you're in control of so um, you just make sure their finances are where they need to be you make sure that they're selling they're hiring that things are going right in the office so it's basically like having you know if you run your office and people have mm-hmm. to come to you to ask questions our owners are can take a, a week off a month off and and their staff can actually call us and talk through any issues they have so they wow. just get
0: interesting very interesting yeah. so you went from so you went from there to working in the corporate office correct
1: that's correct yeah
0: okay and so what was that transition like
1: um you know it it wasn't too incredibly tough um, I think honestly just learning to clean windows and kind of be a, a window cleaner was tougher than than moving into the, the corporate <laughs> office um, and, and really I think it was because of my background you know because right. I recruited students for a university as the director of admissions. So I had to be in charge of people recruiting. I had to talk to parents, kind of be the customer service thing, the, the retention thing. So I think that part of the job was uh, more uh, normal for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went into sales, obviously I had a background in sales, which we're not, we're not pushy whatsoever. So I had a pushy mm-hmm. background in sales and had to be good at it. Um, but like I said, it was stressful and this is more of you know, we're just trying to build relationships throughout the country.
0: Right, right. So this is, a, this is like very this is easy, right? This is like the downhill run from what you used yeah. to, to do. <laughs> so people actually like that. to get your phone call. <laughs> yeah. now, oh, go ahead. sorry.
1: Go ahead.
0: Uh, I was going to say, um, so I just wanted to address the elephant in the room. And this is, uh-huh. this is an attitude I had too, when I first started out because we know we're little guys and there's the fish trucks and they're everywhere and they got commercials and they've got ads and they got the money for marketing and you start developing kind of, oh, it's a fish, you know, oh, they're the, they're the corporate guys, you know, they're against, and then you start developing a bad attitude. And it really wasn't until I joined the IWCA um, that I started kind of having an open, open, more open mind towards fish. Uh, and in fact, I, I it made me reach out to the the a local owner Juan who's here in my area yep. and uh, you know, just to talk with him. Um, so why don't you just kind of talk a little bit about what the, what the, the, business model is a fish and and, right. and why it's something that we don't really need to be afraid of or are upset about uh, when yeah. you're in a town and there's a, a local fish franchise in your town.
1: Yeah. So um, business model is obviously a franchise system. And so they get our systems to use when they buy into a fish franchise. Um, and then they just kind of start their own office in whatever area they're going to start their office in. Um, and so I, I wouldn't even say it's different than a, a normal um brand new window cleaning company that starts in your area that is not fish Mm -hmm. um it's just another another company in the area that realistically if you didn't even think about them or pay attention to them you can continue to grow your business and not even worry about it Mm -hmm. Um, and you probably wouldn't even ever see them unless you reached out to them like you did with Juan, right so you hardly ever see their vans or anything like that so we always talk about our offices kind of building each other up if they're in the same area like phoenix we have three or four locations, and we want them to work together to build their, their own territory up. Mm-hmm. But when I started with the State, kind of that perspective for me was, I want to build everybody up. You know, if I can build everybody in my area, no matter what company they're with, with window cleaning in the area, I think we can all grow. And, and when I say that, because if you've got a non-professional company that has no insurance, just kind of flying by the seat of their pants, they can bring their prices down in your area. Yeah, that's not us, and that's not really a lot of the members with IWCA and most of them, that's not them either. And so, if we can create that professionalism and continue to grow it, we can keep bringing our prices up, and we can keep really, we can make window cleaning more important for customers out there, whether that's residential or commercial. And so, if we can all do this right and build each other up, our prices go up, and the the importance of having window cleaning in your office or in your home is more important too.
0: Yeah, that's a really really good point because that's always been my attitude. Um, I, I've never really been the person that is like, looks at the other window cleaners in town as competitors. I um, mean, we are obviously, we are competitors, yeah. where we have the same, yeah. the same pool of people that we're trying to gain. But at the same time, we're also not, because I, I you know, especially now we're in, in this, into in, um, this uh, way my business is right now. Uh, iteration was the word I was looking for. This iteration yeah. of my business, we're really trying to get the higher end accounts. Uh-huh. And so what we run into is because our, our advertising is such that we do get a lot of phone calls, um, there's a lot of accounts that you know, budget is an issue for them and uh-huh. nothing wrong with that. Right. And they're, they're perfectly good accounts. But at the same time, we can't business wise push aside the higher profit jobs to fit too many of these other little jobs. You know, and sometimes, we, of course, uh-huh. make, we make uh, um, exceptions but it's important for us to be able to refer them to other companies that do have less overhead uh, that are single, single person, you know, operators where they can afford to go and do a bunch of little jobs. And it it turns out to be a great paycheck for them as opposed to us where we have all this, you know, we have workers comp, we have uh, vehicles, we have all, you know, it, it actually, we may lose money on a job if we take this, these little jobs, you know? So it's, it's in our best interest to have good people that we can recommend to, because now we still become that channel that they come through to us and we can still deliver the product even if it's not our company delivering the product, but it's, it's an, another area. So we, we kind of latch onto their quality uh, just by virtue of being in that same area and being kind of in a partnership with them in that sense. you know. And, and then the, the customers have confidence in us still that, we're just not, that they're just not uh, a paycheck to us, that we actually care, that they're taking care of even if, if we're not the ones who care for them you know so it's oh, yeah. just it's a real uh you know we work together it's it's a very it's like synergy as they say you know if, oh, yeah. if, if you do it right
1: yeah. yep absolutely um i agree with that 100 you know um even if you look at some of our bigger offices we only have like three or four percent of the market share and so there's really you could have 20 30 companies in an area and Not even see them. You can continue to grow. Each office can continue to grow, Um, and and honestly, if you you think about like Greg Reed in Boise, he's got a lot of companies that have started from his employees in the area, Mm -hmm. and and continues to just try to help them out and work with them. And his business is growing, and so is so are theirs. Um, And really, you don't need to focus on the competition. You need to focus on your own business and growing. And you can, you can. If you walked around and not looked for that red van, you probably would never see it, right? Um, exactly. and do the same thing in all of our offices, we just, we build each other up. We build other companies up, you know, we don't do high rise and large projects a lot of times. So we, we refer those to other people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we've got a good relationship in Florida where, you know, the commercial route work and some of those things are, you know, kind of our bread and butter. And we push along those higher end, bigger project things and high rise to other companies in the area, especially IWCA members in that area. So,
0: yeah. And, and, you know, and and having a fish franchise is just like you mentioned in any other business, it it depends on the owner, you know, how invested are they in the business, if they're doing the the company as just another turnkey thing, and they've got these other prospects, and they're not paying attention to it, well, the quality is going to suffer, you know, but if they either they are really focused in it, or they hire the right person to run it for them you know, then you can get the, the, the results that you want, you know, of, of a good quality company, like anywhere else, you know, you just have the benefit of that franchise model uh, yep. um, and, and set up, you know, in that way. Yep. But anyway, thanks for taking some time. Cause I, I that's always, yep. I, you know, it's funny, even now I still get people who will come up, all oh, that fish, you know, and they like, want me to kind of join in. And I've just learned, <laughs> I've learned over the last few years, you know, that that's, that's kind of just a, it's just a myth. And Yeah. Uh, no need uh, to...
1: Yeah. The, um, you know, when I first started with the IWC, I had a little bit of that. I'd, I'd be honest with you, like 2014-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, over the last couple of years, n- nothing much um, as far as getting directed towards, towards our way. Um, you know, my, my franchise, our founder, Mike Merrick, was at the convention last year. Um, and he took the time and walked around and talked to people, um, other companies, not fish offices. And, and I saw him over in the corner with three or four people talking to him, asking him questions and he shared what he wanted to share with them for an hour or two, just standing in the trade show. Yeah. Um, so really, really pushed me into the board of directors with the say so we could give it back as much as possible right. um, within limits. You know, we, as a board, we can't talk about pricing and those types of things anyway. So
0: sure.
1: uh, we give the education that we need to give, give back to the association. Because again, just like I said, when you are talking about growing your business and I'm talking about a franchise, helping another franchise out, really have to expand it and say, everybody in your area, every window cleaning company, if you can help them grow, help them be professional, you guys are going to grow together. It's just Mm going to happen as long as you can, you can make sure that, you know, it is a partnership with everybody in your area. Mm
0: -hmm. That's a really good point. Um, I I don't think people, and you know, it's hard because Obviously, there are times where you get people who their goal is to kind of come into an organization and try to, to spin it their way and to, to benefit their company. Um, mm-hmm. Could you talk a little more about that? About the 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 care that the IWC does to make sure that uh, specific company because every single board member has a company, right? Every single person yep. is connected to a company. So yep. so what 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 uh, pains do you guys go through to make sure that you guys are not unduly influencing? a nonprofit organization for self-benefit?
1: Yeah, it's you know it's always a tough one, especially with the new board members. Um, but we do have a set of bylaws and handbook that kind of lays out um, how we're supposed to operate. Uh, one of those big things is not um, talking about pricing at board meetings or at the convention or anything like that. Um, as far as an official capacity, if you're networking with somebody at the convention, you're talking outside of the sessions Up up to you guys, but the board will never talk about it um and realistically it's kind of like the senate and the house if you think about this because one person coming in cannot influence the other 17 board members you know we all have to vote and there has to be a majority vote for anything to get approved Mm -hmm. um and and to be honest with you the last three or four years the board has been so active and such on the same page for the most part about pushing more benefits to our members and bringing Mm -hmm. pricing down and making sure it's affordable um, also, giving back to folks that maybe just don't have the finances to become a member or come to convention. Um, so, really, the, the philanthropy or, or giving back to other window cleaning companies in the country has been kind of a shift the last couple of years that I've seen. Yeah. You no, know, we, spent, we spent a lot of money with like a management group um, when I first started, and you know, it was hard to bring the pricing down and actually give back to the members. And so we've shifted that the last year. Or so where, um, we're trying to bring the pricing down. You, know, you can see convention coming down from, it used to be 550 and you know, we sold it for 299 at the last convention. So we're gonna continue to do that. Um, and like I said, with the bylaws and the handbooks, you know, even if there were five or six um, companies in there that kind of thought the same and they were trying to get benefit to their own company, it's just not ever going to happen just because of the, how the bylaws are written and the majority and the voting and those types of things. There's also a conflict of interest policies and all those things that we need to sign as board members. And so we really pay attention to those things because when we get audited every year for our 990 for taxes, they're going to ask about those things and make sure everybody signed them and make sure that all the meeting minutes are properly laid out and, and documented and in, in our files. So awesome.
0: Yep. Yeah, very cool, very cool. So, how did you get involved in the IWC? I know it was through Fish, obviously, but did they did they ask you, hey, would you get involved with this organization, or had you been a member for a while, or what was your what was your entry into uh, yeah. the organization?
1: So, um, it was probably about a year into Fish um, that mm-hmm. we've we actually worked with Mike Draper a lot um, because we uh, he was with Racenstein, so he was a vendor mm-hmm. of ours. Is with a, uh, was with a lot of people um, when he was still with Race and Stain. Um, and Mike actually asked me to do that. Um, Mike, Mike nominated me. Um, he thought that because I was with Fish, it was a good time to continue to give back to the Association of Window Cleaners in specific throughout the country um, and so I did apply. I did fill it out based on his recommendation, his nomination uh, went through the interview process that we have with all new board members um, just to vet them and make sure that we feel like they would fit in well with the group uh, and then and then membership actually votes on the board members so even though the board of directors the current one says yes to all five or six nominees the membership still has to vote on them and approve them well i didn't get approved
0: <laughs> <laughs> <lose> this guy? <laughs>
1: So um, they didn't know me. Nobody knew me. I I was probably at one convention prior to them nominating me. So the membership did not not vote me in. Um, And so I spent the next six months or so um, really hammering away in the committee work with the education committee, the safety membership convention. I was on all of them. Um, and, and I don't even think my niche at that point was education because my niche, you know, these guys have been cleaning windows for 30 or 40 years. Some, some of them 95 years, hundred years, they're like third generation window cleaners. Right. So my niche really wasn't information at that point, my niche, to be honest with you, and I joke around with the leaders at fish that I have like this slight OCD with having loose ends at the end of the day. Uh-huh. And so if there's emails at four fifty nine, and I'm ready to leave. I'm probably going to answer the five emails before I go home.
0: Right. Um, <laughs> my,
1: my niche, the only thing that I could I could see initially with the committees to help is to push things across the finish line, which I didn't yeah. see was getting. And so if a project was just sitting there, I just made sure we got it done. Um, you know, one of the first things we did was actually create the toolbox talks that go out. And we we uh-huh. did about, we finished about 120 of them within a month or two and pushed it across the finish line. And it had been sitting there for a couple of years trying to get finished. Um, and so that's where I really found my niche and, um, kind of that piece that I could give back to the association initially. So in, in that six months of giving back and doing those projects and pushing them across the finish line, they had a seat come open and it was actually, it was Mike's seat. Mike decided he was getting too busy with what he was doing and he was moving into safety training and those right. types of things. He just decided it was, he didn't have time to actually give back to the board And so he resigned, and in that time, the president is allowed to nominate and appoint to seats if they're open during the year. And so Noah Peterson uh, called me from the board meeting they had in June of that year and asked me if I wanted to be uh, part of the board, which he nominated me, but the board of directors at that point now needed to vote. And so they did finally appoint me and vote me in. My first board meeting was that year in October, and I, again, same thing with the niche thing. I, I didn't have the education to really share and, and be helpful at that first board meeting. So I just sat there and listened to kind of figure out how things were going to go um, and how the board operated. And again, I just kind of kept pushing towards that niche of getting things pushed mm-hmm. across the finish line, which still doing today. I, I think I think for anybody, even if you have ed- education and years of experience cleaning windows, I think for us, for the IWCA members and for the board, you really got to come and be active. You know, if there's projects we need done. We just got to get them done. Um, right. and huge benefit to our membership.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's so funny. That's kind of my role too here. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I call myself the organizer. I'm the organizer with, with I, I, um, the ITF because, you know, I mean, you need everybody kind of plays a role, you know, and that's what's kind of cool about it. And I think also why ITF and IWCA gel so well. Um, it's, it's very similar, uh, uh, mission statements, is very similar goals, and you've got a bunch of people who, you know, none of us are getting paid. We're just, we want, we see some good, you know, you know, uh, some possibility of bringing some good to the industry, and if we can help with that, and then just everybody in ITF. I mean, we have, in our in our year end uh, podcast that we did, you know, we mentioned just how active the group is. You know that, you know, we've got well over ninety percent of the group who are uh, either t- have some part in. The posting or the sharing or commenting and then actually in, into whatever projects that we have our goals and so uh it's just kind of a nice fit and it really is a nice fit and, and and a mutual um you know we can kind of help each other out to uh um gain. so we're just you know I, I gotta be honest with you when we first had reached out to you guys if we could help we were really surprised at how readily you guys accepted our help. We were kind of like, what? Do they even know who we are, you know? Yeah. And, and you guys just, you know, it was really cool. And, and so when we saw how eager you were for the help, we that just kind of bumped us up a level and we all just kind of kicked into the next gear and and that's that was really the turning point i think for ITF from it just being a facebook group where people could post to actually now we're actually doing things you know we're we're, we're causing causing good in, in the community which was which is really cool
1: yeah yeah i think that was it was perfect timing because we had we're fin- we were finally shifting into a really really active hands on board um, and when you guys reached out to us, yeah, we'll, we'll take the help with growing our membership and growing our education. And to be honest with you at the time, we were shifting to giving back to membership way more than we had previously. Cause we had so many projects and I-14 standards and just things that were taking us away from focusing on our membership and, mm-hmm. and perfect timing for you guys to reach out because we wanted to give back to membership and window cleaning companies that just didn't have the finances to be a member. Um, you know, we can always find ways to help, whether that's through donations mm-hmm. or, or things like that. And, and, you know, even this next year, we're working into an arm of uh, our association, which is a 501c3, so that we can take donations, um, that we can have some kind of legacy um, endowment for, for membership that gets injured, or we need to bring in membership, uh, bring membership up and they just need help financially. And then we're also gonna work on uh, the Susan Harwood grant Um, through OSHA Mm -hmm. and that is whatever we come up with for a number figure to try to give back all of our members um, free safety training throughout the year Um, which yeah it's an incredibly helpful tool and so you guys were helpful in that because we started thinking about you know the donations and and, and being helpful and we couldn't really do that as a 501c6 -hmm. because there's just some regulations with the trade association so yeah
0: um,
1: we're moving that direction because you guys too so it was mutual mutually helpful. (laughs)
0: Good, good. You know, there's one thing I just really want to emphasize with IWCA and, and, uh, you know, I had mentioned to you before we started that for me, I've been doing Windows for over 20 years, came into it, uh, uh, never heard of IWCA uh, until maybe about five years ago. Um, when I started, you know, I started, I incorporated, I was starting to kind of Well, I need to get myself official. What, What? I was looking around, what, what certifications do I need? What organizations can I join to kind of make myself stand out for my competitors? And I, I did some in re- research in the beginning, I never joined, I didn't join, it was about three years ago that I actually bit the bullet and, and, and you know, joined. And um, I think the important thing that people have to know, and you can kind of uh, elaborate on this a little bit, Is that yeah, it's cool. You sign up for IWC, you get some cool little certificates, and you get, you know, hey, you can get credit for, you know, Edorae, you can get a credit for, you know, this company. But the value is going to be in how you use your membership Mm -hmm. from going to conventions to using all the, the things on the website that are available to you from taking advantage of the networking that you gain by being part of the organization, uh, the safety training. I mean, there's all these certifications that you can get. Could you just elaborate on, on why that's the real value not to just get people who sign up just because they wanna get some freebies at the beginning? Uh,
1: yeah, um, and so let's talk about the freebies first in the, the membership benefits, the initial things and the discounts. Um, we do that. we continue to grow those two things, the first time member benefits and the membership benefits that are continuing. We're going to continue to add to those and grow that more because I want your membership to be an ROI right away. So if you are, let's say you're $250 membership, membership, mm-hmm. professional level one, mm-hmm. you realistically with the, the free gifts and the discounts, you make $500 to $1,000 worth of, of benefits right when you sign up. So it is actually a return on your investment right away, even for the $800 members. So that's great. I want, I want you guys to take advantage of those things. I think that's, it's there for you and our vendors that are giving those things want you to use those. I, I, absolutely, you should. The benefit really though, for you to be educated, professional, to grow your business, it's not gonna be the free kit that you get sent to you. I'm sorry, but you know, a couple hundred dollars to buy a kit, you could have done that at some point, right? Um, not that you shouldn't use it and you should be asking about it to make sure it gets to you. But the benefit is in like the safety toolbox talks that you get weekly. It's in the r and business related tools that are in the toolbox section. You know, if you're talking about a written safety plan or job hazard analysis that you need to set up, well, we have all those examples of plans that you can use and edit and and use for your business to keep you safe, to keep your your staff safe and educated. Um, There's free courses you can take to get your cleaner certified. For instance, there's a water fed pool safety uh, course in there directly from the OSHA Alliance. So we cannot sell OSHA Alliance products. So that's completely free. So if you're sending a new cleaner out with a water pen full, full for the first time, you wanna get them safety certified, they can go through that course and get a certificate for it. Um, the other thing too, is even with just that education, realistically, you should be using that to grow the professionalism of your business. So you should put that stuff on your website, use the IWCA logos on your website. A lot of contracts for bigger projects coming through and probably not so much on commercial route work or residential, but bigger projects are now saying that you need to be an IWCA member or certified. Yeah, I see it all the time come across my desk. So that's really important, especially if you're into projects and high rise um, or building maintenance, for instance, if you're in the janitorial work as well too, some of those folks have that information in there. Um, So that's really important. I think the other thing, too, that we miss a lot of times is just like your website and your Facebook group um, is the education to ask questions for other members and even to the board of directors coming to the convention to ask questions to other members. I think that's the bigger part that people miss sometimes. And I think the people that come to convention get it. They come to convention because not necessarily for the education classes and certifications because you can you can take that throughout the year. Right. And you can get education from some of these speakers throughout the year too. the biggest benefit is the networking where you can go find the guy that is doing um, more residential or more commercial or more high rise in a different state or maybe even in your own area, Mm -hmm. just to network with him and build ideas back and forth. Like, hey, I'm having problems recruiting this year. You know, what platforms are you using and how are you using them? So you can sit and you can look at a computer and go, Hey, this is what I'm doing with, let's say career plug or indeed, or those types of things to recruit, or here's my retention plan to keep, keep cleaners in, you know, those types of things. And so the, the bigger benefit really, after you use the logos to kind of build your professionalism. So people come to your website and say, okay, he's an international window cleaning association member. You know, we're going to get a bid from them. Um, the other thing is the education, the networking, the behind the scenes stuff that you do yeah. as a business. Those things are huge when you come to convention or talk to the other members. Yeah. Um, you know, one good example last year is we actually used a sticker system um, that one of our members actually brought up in, in an email. He sent it to us after the huge convention um, that was in um, uh, Atlanta, or not Atlanta. Where, where were we at that year? Uh, Branson. So a couple of years ago in Branson. Um, and he really wanted to um, find out what type of company each member is predominantly like a residential or high-rise or commercial. And so we used a sticker color for each one of those. And then we went back and he suggested that um, we do another sticker color for how many years in business. And so basically what you could do last year and you're gonna be able to do again this year um, if we can pass out badges, depending on what the COVID situation is, is you'll be able to find um, each company's years in business on their sticker, on their badge, and uh, what type of company they are, so you can ask questions to them.
0: And obviously, if there's a
1: fact that says they're in a certain state, you can say, okay, well, you're on the West region of the Mm -hmm. the United States, let's talk about this.
0: Yeah, yeah, that happened to me, actually. I had a guy walk up to me and say, you're in Arizona? And I said, yeah, and he said, where? I said, Tucson, he was from Phoenix never met him before. i never seen him. He wasn't in any of the, you know, Facebook groups that I know, but we had, he had asked me some questions about solar screen cleaning. We talked about it and, you know, talked about some of the other desert issues that we have, you know, and he gave me some tips too, that he did that I, I benefited from. And, you know, he just walked right up to me and started talking, so it's kind of cool, you know, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, there's just so much. I, it, and it's hard to quantify, and I think that's the hard thing, because That's yeah, it's one thing to say okay, we've got X, Y, Z. These are the things we get, um, but the value of the relationships it's it's immeasurable. It really is. And my business has grown since my first IWC convention where I showed up, didn't know anybody. Uh, that that was in uh, Scottsdale, uh-huh. and didn't know hardly participate. Hardly did anything. Just showed up than San Diego, where I actually tried to get involved a little more, you know, met a few people. I've met uh, Fernando, who's one of our mods now. Uh, Uh I met him there. I met Michael Draper there as well. Um, And then this last one, I mean, it's like, you know, rocket ship, you know, Now And and now (laughs) I'm so involved and it's like, there's so much more meaning to the convention that I had last year uh, in Georgia and just in the IWC in general. Um, that it's it's you can see the growth of my business simply through the lens of my involvement with the IWCA and and its its you know members and, and networking. So it's like how do I how do I put that in a, in a math equation? You can't. It's just, it up. just reflects that, that maturity of your business, the more involved you get and, and the more benefits, you know, almost by osmosis, you know, of the people you talk to, it's like, it just you can't help but rub off on you. Uh, professionalism uh, from tips to tricks on how to do things, marketing ideas, hiring ideas, which was the biggest benefit I got from last year's convention. I really put a, a lot of effort into that and it's reflected. I mean, my crew, I have the best crew I've ever had, you know, and I've got uh, uh, seven techs right now. And they are all, I've never had seven techs where I was happy with all of them, you know, yeah. and there's still a couple that are learning, but there was always like three or four that I'm like, man, I can't wait to get rid of these guys, yeah. you know, yeah. but, but the point is, is that you're, you know, you're, I, I, I've got quality guys now. And I, I feel like that is a direct result of the tips that I've got on hiring and what to focus on instead of wasting money just pouring it into these, you know, Facebook and and Craigslist and, and these other, you know, hiring sites and having a strategy. Um, and now my business is benefiting from it, you know? So, um, yeah, it's just hard to convey that to someone who has no concept of what the IWC is or, or, or has never participated in it, you know, to, to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, that's why we've worked with you guys the last couple of years to, you know, Hey, let's, we've got this money donated. Let's try to give it to members that write an essay and say, you know, here's, here's what I'm looking for in my business. And maybe the IWCA can help as a membership for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, going, going outside of those free benefits, you know, those, those huge tools to just say, you know, here's, here's how you recruit and here's what's worked for me. And here's how I've retained my 20 or 30 employees that I have. Um, And realistically, you could, could talk to, you know, folks that are in other industries too. Like, You know, I'm commercial route predominantly, but I take ideas from those high-rise folks too, Mm -hmm. because they have some good things that might translate and work well for my business too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Um, I think also too, it can't be understated that, um, again, you guys are all volunteers. (laughs) You guys are not getting paid for this work. And the time that you take out to, you know, mentor people, which I benefited from uh, when I first became a member. Um, I, 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 asked for help cause I don't th- remember if I saw it in an email or I, I, it wasn't through the internet. It was somewhere, some direct, uh, uh, reach out to me and I can't, and I can't remember the gentleman's name now who I, but I, I, I spoke with him a couple of times, you know, he took time out of his busy schedule. Cause, um, I, I wasn't, I was maybe a quarter of what I am now when I first asked for help and he gave me some really good tips and I just appreciated that that was there <laughs> just because I was yeah. a member. Here's a guy who I, I didn't pay called you know called me up we had nice conversation he gave me some tips gave me some ideas you know i called him back and asked a couple follow-up questions he gave me his input and it was what i needed at the time you know and and that's it's like no one's getting paid for that there's a lot of other things out there that have really great benefits and and really awesome programs but you're going to be paying for it you're going to be paying you know 500 600 700 or more dollars for to be able to take advantage of that. And here with a membership, you know, again, depending on, on how you get in, uh, you've got that all the time available to you, you know, amongst with all this other stuff. So it's just really a neat value. Yeah, sure. absolutely.
1: Yeah. You know, the other thing too that members sometimes forget and probably we need to market some more is you you get the benefit from being on some of the, the committees that we have put together that push out projects and education programs throughout the year. Um, so there's four or five of them. Um, membership, convention committee, education and safety, and then the glass committee. And so, there's so many tools that you could jump in as a member. Um, even just from the committee work, just because you'll know, you know, what the, the glass field guide looks like that's about to be done. Um, you'll understand kind of the, the rest of the committee members and the board members, how their recruiting's going, their retention's going, how they're growing their business with sales and those types of things. So there's other things too that you can get involved with that are just outside of the website that people just forget about. Yeah. Um, and same thing with even um, growing in the board, you know, um, we've got five new board members for this next year and, you know, like I said, my education, um, I don't think my education would have been the same without the IWCA just with fish. You know, I, I think I've, I've had, you know, about seven or eight years with fish now that, I, you know, obviously the education grew um, as as you you stay there longer and continue to learn. But, you know, the speed of my education with the IWCA and all the other folks on the board that I got to learn from, I, that was invaluable for sure. It was huge for me.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for talking about that. Uh, now that kind of leads us into the convention. So yeah. uh, as uh, many uh, of the Flomies know, it's been moved. So. Uh, we would be getting ready to buy, our, you know, get get our our luggage packed right now, and get, uh, for pretty soon to be heading over to Vegas. But now instead, we have pushed it back to March. And so, why don't you share a little bit about uh, some of the things that uh, they can look forward to at the the March uh, IWC convention, and uh, what kind of what adjustments that you have made uh, just for COVID?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, Las Vegas. Uh, that decision was. Um, you know, obviously it was pretty close and we made that in December, roughly beginning of December. Um, but Las Vegas had shut down to where we could only have 50 people at a convention and they still are. So they've extended it. And so I, we couldn't have done anything in Las Vegas really substantial anyway. Um, and at 50 people, I probably wouldn't have been able to justify having a trade show with the vendors, you know, because you know They, they want to come and help the IWCA, most of them. We, we talked to a lot of them and they just want to come and help anyway, even if, if there was 50, um, but I don't know if I could have done that to them personally, You know because they come and they kind of build relationships with customers and 50 good conversations probably would have been worth it, but I don't know if 50 would have came by every single booth, right? Um, so we decided to move it. Um, we moved it back a couple months and we moved it to Florida um, because Florida is still uh, wide open for events. Um, with protocols in place. And so they've been having events um, in Orange County at the Convention Center and other areas of Florida since July. So it's been ongoing, even through kind of the the pandemic crisis. And they've done it with a 1000 to 2000 person conventions and trade shows. And wow. so our is nowhere near that and so um, we felt that if they could have protocols in place and plans in place to, to continue to have that size of an event safely and then to follow up still after the event and make sure everybody was still healthy um, just to kind of have a record of their events are going really really smoothly with the protocols they have in place um, that we could safely do that in Florida and so we moved to Florida um, we did have to restart the whole RFP process if you've ever done like a, a couple hundred person convention it is stressful for a whole year but <laughs> trying to plan it in a couple months has been awful
0: <laughs> I <bet. laughs>
1: but these are falling into place um, we found a hotel that gave us basically whatever we needed um, to move to Florida uh, and so the expenses have come down the room rates have come down there's no parking fees, um, so you know Las Vegas was 85 bucks a night for hotel rooms. Um, it's 79 dollars a night for this hotel room, so they gave it to us cheaper. Um, parking uh, is completely free. Same thing with um, you know free breakfast in the morning too at this place compared to what Vegas was. Um, and for the most part, our speakers are are ready to move with us, and so the education that we had put together I thought was pretty robust and kind of diverse. Uh, from HR to cleaning specs to kind of business related things with acquisitions and those types of things for the education sessions. Um, So they're all moving with us to Florida at this point. Um, The, as far as the registrants go, that is continuing to increase. I think people, you know, thought Vegas wasn't really going to be the place they wanted to be. And so Florida has picked up the registrations as well. We're still kind of working on the floor plan with the trade show and the vendors because Vegas was a little bit bigger, um, but with vendors just deciding they weren't going to come, I think we're right in the position where we're going to be full again, Um, So we'll have that plan settled. Um, I think the the biggest thing for the attendees this year is because of the protocol in place that we're going to put everybody in the same session at all times is they will have access to 30 different education sessions in all of them. Wow. In the past, it's been tracks, which I think are really important that you have a technician track, a manager track, and an owner track that you can right. just kind of be, that makes sense to you. Yeah, uh, But that was only 12 sessions. So now you're going to get basically 30 sessions. Everybody that's attending can watch all of them, or they can step out if that session doesn't pertain to them. Um, and so we'll have enough space in the big ballroom that basically we can fit three to 400 people in um, and just kind of spread people out. So you have six feet between you, or you can sit separated. Um, we will have some mandates with masks, depending on if that's a mandate uh, with the hotel or the city. Uh, and to be honest with you, to be safe, we'll probably will still wear masks, even if the regulation isn't there. Um, last thing we want to see is IWCA on the television with a you know a huge, massive spread of COVID. So yeah. we're going to make all protocols properly. Our convention team um, that we hired, we always hire a convention decorating team that kind of does the shipping and setting up the pipe and drape inside the trade show. They're actually the ones that have been running these events in Florida July, 1,000-person-plus uh, conventions. So we I, I believe we got the best team for it. Um, we've got an app to kind of do a medical questionnaire every morning to just kind of check in. Um, okay. They'll take temperatures out the door and just sign people in. Um, we'll also have a waiver and some other things they're set up to. Um, vendors will have um, extra hand sanitizer stations. Uh, I'm sure some of the vendors will make sure they have hand sanitizer on their desks uh, and tables and those types of things. Uh, and so we, we've got uh, the, the right plan in place to keep people safe to, to come and still network and still have a great educational session um, with a ton of certification courses completely free too. So IWCA safety training is free. Mike Draper with expert safety services is giving his 1910 class for free. Um, doing a water fed pool certification class for us as well, too. We've got Glass Renew. Cody Thomas coming in to have kind of a glass education session and a trainer session for grinding and polishing glass scratches out. Um, we've got a guy coming doing paver sealing and cleaning. And to be honest with you, at first, I, with our membership, I didn't think that would be really, really kind of a hit, but it has been. It, yeah. We've got calls and emails left and right of people asking questions about coming to that convention, that, that session. Um, we've got some belt safety training, um, as well. And, you know, we're trying to continue to add some certifications and things that are free. Um, we've got Megan likes and Martha Woodward and those, uh, folks from, um, fit business that are coming to teach some classes. Um, uh, pink collars, Michelle is going to teach some customer service classes for you guys. And so we've got this, this wide range of, uh, gamut of courses. Um, and then we've also got now that we're in this pandemic and people have shifted and some have started doing disinfecting and sanitizing, we actually have a class um, that's gonna be taught by Halo Pro, Brandy Harper, Mm -hmm. Um, they're G-back certified. So they're gonna teach a course on disinfecting and sanitizing. And we've also just kind of moved into, you know, looking for sponsorships, and many, many vendors and organizations have been just giving us stuff that we can raffle off, like a victory a handheld sprayer and some other things that we're going to raffle off during those sessions. So, for the freebies, if you really like the freebies, we'll have some freebies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very cool. So, so what are the new dates now in March?
1: So it'll be um, March 22nd through the 26th that week. Okay the first day will be the certification courses with iwca safety training and those things that we just do on the first day and then the uh the first full day of educational sessions will start with our just our basic annual meeting um going through a couple of the awards that we usually do at the silent auction and the banquet at the end that we're just not we're not going to have a a banquet just because um, so we'll give away the awards. We'll still do the silent auction at the end of the week just so we can um, raise some money for our charity cleaning. Um, Keith Calfus is our keynote speaker on Wednesday. Oh, right. We'll start off the sessions with his session and then we'll kind of roll into the general education sessions throughout the rest of the week. so um, and then we are um, still doing the charity clean on the uh, Wednesday, the first. Okay, uh, cool few hours on the wednesday it'll be at a children's foster home in orlando so we'll go over and clean their their residence that they have some kids that live there with them and then uh obviously with our silent auction um make sure you guys come and spend some money because we always give that money to yeah, the charity absolutely. so we'll make sure we have some money for them to take care of them and help them out too
0: Is there going to be a, a speed cleaning competition this year we will still
1: have the speed cleaning con- contest. We'll, we probably won't do the team medley just because you guys are going to be in close proximity. We'll probably yeah, skip I mean, that. yeah, we'll still have the medley and the speed. Um, we still have our Array, uh Ed Array products company that donated again to the speed contest. They sponsored it. And so the women's winner and the men's winner of the speed contest will each get $500 for winning. Wow. Um, yeah, Adderay always comes through for us. Such a great partner with them and J race C and seeing ABC Window Cleaning, Windows 101, Detroit Sponge, and all those folks. So been very, very helpful this year as we transitioned over to Orlando.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping I can go. I, I'm still trying to work out the logistics of it. Uh, since we, Vegas was going to be really easy for me because it's just a drive. I can just drive over yeah. there. Uh, flights yeah. are going to make it a little tricky, but um, yeah, we're going to see how it goes. But I, I'm just really excited. I I, I really appreciate uh, all of the care that the IWC has really the thought and, and the efforts into it. It shows that it's not something that you guys are just taking lightly, uh, that you're trying to do your best to uh, have as safe as possible. Of course, everyone has to determine, you know, how much risk they're they're uh, willing to take. You know, that's that's a personal decision. I think everybody respects whatever you decide to choose. But just the the efforts you guys are going to try and still help the industry while keeping everyone safe. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Any any other news from IWC you want to share before we close up shop here? Yeah, no, not
1: really. Um... I think uh, when we get our report ready to go, you'll see some new things coming out. Like I said, the 501c3 and those types of mm-hmm. things. So we can do some some more giving back to members that, that need some help and um, safety training for free as long as we can get yeah. that moving and award that grant. Um, so things are moving well. So I, I think you'll see some more cool stuff this year from us.
0: Awesome, very good. Well, again, we really appreciate all the work that IWCA does. Um, just so you know, because uh, oftentimes you guys will text and message us when you're looking for you know ideas or whatever you guys can feel free to post in the group because our strength is really in the members of IWC and they got some creative people in there so sure. if you yeah. are looking for like hey how how can we promote this thing you just make a post in, in the itf uh, page and i know you'll get some good ideas because uh uh it's just really you know people want to help and that, i think that's what's the neatest thing about uh, uh into the flow is the spirit that people have of wanting to give and, and help and knowing that you guys are, are that's your mission you know they're going to be right there to help you guys out but anything we can do to help you guys please keep us posted and uh, we look forward to seeing you soon but thanks so much paul uh, appreciate the time and uh, look forward to your, your future growth
1: Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks,
0: Gabe. All right, you guys have a good day. And thank you, Thomas, for listening. Hope you guys have a great week, and uh, we will catch you later.